Today is the last day of deliberation at the World Tourism Conference in South Africa, which will highlight emerging businesses and investment opportunities across Africa's tourism sector. The conference aims to show you how tourism can be utilized as an engine for economic growth and job creation. Back here in South Africa, Statistics South Africa's latest report shows that the tourism industry is declining. The overall number of visitors to South Africa in the first financial quarter of the year, which is normally the most popular time to visit um, declined by 3%. The decline is attributed to a number of factors, including crime and the recent drought in the Western Cape. Well, we felt it was appropriate to invite an entrepreneur, a very young entrepreneur who's in the tourism industry in South Africa, to talk to us about the type of business he runs and help us understand why such a vibrant, diverse country, which was once a very popular destination, is now not so popular amongst global travelers. I'm joined in studio by Lebu Malepa from Soweto Backpackers in Pimville. Good morning. Orlando West. Orlando West, I beg your pardon. <laughs> Good morning and thank you for coming in, Lebu. Good morning, and Thank you. Lebu, first, tell us how you started your business. I mean, it's quite big um, in your area. People talk about you all the way to Mdeni, Jabulani. <laughs> How did you go about starting it? Well, thanks again. I didn't know we are so famous. Um, but yeah, I mean, for me, it started way back, um, like 21 years ago, uh, precisely 1997, 8, where we started seeing buses coming to Orlando West, um, Mandela's house, Bishop Desmond Tutu's, which obviously today, Villagas Street is... Um, and at the time, you know, you know, as young people just wandering and just waving to the buses. And at one point we said, no, man, we are tired of waving to tourists and be taking pictures. And at the time also, what the face of what we saw was not really appealing because mm-hmm. you would see a white tour guide, uh, a white driver. And we felt that where do we come in there as locals? If people come all the way to come and see us and they don't get to speak to us, and then I think then this industry cannot really uh, grow. And we took initiative as young people in uh, of Orlando West uh, at the time, you know, with friends to uh, set up a craft market. Mm. Uh, we started selling souvenirs on the side of uh, the street uh, with the initiative of getting tourists to get off the bus to come and meet us and, walk around. and teach them the handshakes, you yeah. know, and the car mm. and, you know, the lingo. And at that time also, as we are selling, we are getting also to hear about them, where they are from, why they are here, are they not scared, what are their expectations. And little did I know that for me that was research. Mm. And when the time came uh, where tourists were expressing the feeling of wanting now to stay over, to say, you know, we're coming to Soviet on a two, two hours or a four hours tour is simply not enough. And we were like, yeah, because we, there's the nightlife, there's the, ch- the Sunday church, <laughs> and you're missing all that. And, and immediately I would say, I can avail my house. Mm. So I had to go home and convince my parents to use my room. Uh, you know, two room in a garage, I have a room outside <laughs> to, to use my room as a guest house or to accommodate people that mm. wanted to sleep over. And that, you know, idea started to mushroom also uh, and also grow amongst the tour operators that were there that if they had tourists that decided spontaneously to sleep in Soweto, Lebu was there. And more than anything else, you know, once people were sleeping, they get to meet us around the fire. We mm-hmm. talk, we take them through the memory lane, 
uh, we talk about what is affecting us now, where we want to see ourselves, and some few ideas there and there because we had never traveled. Mm. We didn't know what tourists were looking for. And tourists will tell you, okay, yeah, this, you know, if you could make now, if you can do your house, set it up like this. Mm. Have you heard about a backpackers? What's that? And somehow I got lucky, met some guys who said, you know, uh, let me invite you for a weekend and we stayed in Drakensberg for the first time you know out of Soweto and mm. I got to see a backpackers and I had and got had an idea the experience of saying okay this is where tourists sleep it doesn't have to be too fancy I mean it's you know if we could offer the bed but more especially the experience of meeting locals and that's what we took with us you know and we started organizing soccer tournaments mm. where if we say tourists can come back and do something different just not come back and be a tourist and go through the history you could you know engage with the people and be part of you know South Africa and for me that's how it started 2003 I, I didn't look back I said okay now I'm, I'm launching uh, Soweto's first uh, backpackers which also happened to become um, so at South Africa's first black-owned backpack township, backpacker situated in a township, mm. and you know, with that, we were able to sell that idea um, everywhere in South Africa. Eventually, when we started winning awards, we go to Europe and say, "Now you can sleep in Soweto. Now you could do this in Soweto." And later, uh, in 2006, we brought in the bicycles uh, into the picture, which also op- opened up. Uh, to tourists, it opened up to also to the community where now, you know, uh, people were excited to have tourists coming closer to them and the tourists also being excited to get closer to the people uh, than being in a bus. And we saw that concept again, you know, with the World Cup coming in yes. uh, 2010. We were there and when media came, we were right there. We were ready. We have um, uh, open uh, space, which used to be a dump site, just uh, opposite our house that we cleaned it up um, you did you cleaned it up very nicely last, yes cleaned it up planted trees and made it a safe space for kids so when kids came to play tourists are right there uh, opposite the uh, i mean the park mm. they get to come and join come world cup set it up as a fan park campsite we brought caravans there and we made sure that you know we don't rake prices we keep prices very you know minimal and we had a flock we had Journalists, we had everyone coming to stay with us, and that also helped us in terms of you know um, recognition or um, publicity or marketing. you know marketing also mm. that really broke in for us that even today we're still in business. Mm. I want you to hold it right there, Leo, because this is a very inspiring story indeed. And let's go for a quick break, and we'll come back after this. Tune in to Vision 2030 with Una Pateke and Tabila Masugu, the new show revolving around the Sustainable Development Goals and Agenda 2030. Every Tuesday, 10 to 11 a.m. Central African Time. Connect with us on all social media platforms at Channel Africa One. Hashtag Vision 2030. Welcome back to African Dialogue. I'm talking to Lebu Malepa from Lebu Soweto Backpackers. Lebu's t- telling us a very interesting story about how he started his business uh, tw- in the tourism industry, which is a very competitive industry, by the way, Lebu. And in your story there, I mean, you speak about the experience you wanted to give tourists. And you started inviting them to stay at your home mm-hmm. and live in one room. Yes. How did you then 
get to expand because you had that experience in Drakensberg. Yeah. You were then shown what a backpackers was. So how did you start expanding? Did you have to ask for money from your parents? How did that come about? Yes. Um, the fact that when I got introduced to tourism, I was not working. So me and a friend, we had to, you know, put money together. So I did, yes, borrow 450 rands from my father to really start the business, you know, buy stock. And and uh, it was that 400 rand that by the time I had stopped selling in five years' time, in 2003, I had accumulated certain money. And uh, because we had the World Summit on Sustainable De- Development in 2002, mm-hmm. so at the time, as you know, you're selling crafts, we can excited you want to make sure that you know you can make money so we went to make t-shirts and postcards and caps you know of Soweto that we were selling so I had that stock that I knew that I could if I could sell I could buy a linen if I could sell I could buy you know um, pots and stuff like that but the interesting part is that obviously I stayed outside in a two-room in a garage and we had local tenants uh, who were staying with us and um, eventually the main house, family, and later they moved out. But I was lucky to be able to convince my parents to say, uh, with the money that we're getting with the garage and the other room. Can they move uh, out? Yeah, like slowly. <laughs> well, I took another room, and then after a couple of years or so, uh, the garage. <laughs> and <then laughs> Dominated the yeah, whole house. Yeah, dominated the whole house because, you know, it was very quiet, very slow. Also, it's just a concept. It's not like... Once you started, there were 20 people coming there. It took like maybe one or two people in three months. So I was just taking my time, you know, at the same time, um, trying to see what's out there, connect myself. I mean, my first even website was donated by a company that came in like, oh, let's help you make a website, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, also I had, I had met friends also along the way, along the way who would sneak me to their offices and to go print, you know, <laughs> uh, brochures and stuff. So it's people that I met, mm-hmm. spoke to, and maybe saw the passion in me and saw that, yeah, there's this guy we could assist in one way or the other. I mean, I remember at one time people wanted to host um, – uh, um, well, um, maybe an event where they could uh, a charity where they could donate money for a house party, and then with that money, I took it and fixed my roof and bought paint to paint the house. So mm-hmm. it was different initiatives. But you obviously at one point you thinking, okay, now I've got it. Let me go and uh, ask for some loan. There's this institution I've heard mm-hmm. about, and you turn down uh, your business plan is not up to scratch. This and that. And I just a little bit got irritated. It's like, you know what? I don't want to go that route anymore. I don't want to go ask for money. I'm just going to do my thing because I've already been doing it. Mm-hmm. And I've met tourists that told me that you don't need to have the house fancy. You don't have to all have all that. I started with my room. So why am I, you know, even mm-hmm. diverting and looking for money? And somehow I thought, like, maybe I don't even know money. I mean, if you give me 50000 right now, what am I going to do with it, you know? Yeah. And I just said, any, anyone who said there was funding said, no, it's not for me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, my big break would come, you know, when you start winning awards now, you know, you start seeing that, hey, man, I can enter this competition, I yeah. can un- enter that competition. Mm-hmm. And that's when now uh, that money, you know, that I would, wo- I would have won would assist me in building another shower, another toilet, and so forth. And, yeah. Because what I also like about it is that you employ locals. Yes. And that's just principle for you. Oh, yeah. Do you think that... Um, Looking at where we are now as a country, those opportunities that you got, I mean, a lot of people were willing to, to help you, whether it's take you on an experience to show you 
like you're saying, whether it was to print some brochures for you. I mean, do you think that young people still have those kind of people looking out for them? No, unfortunately not. You don't see that. We are too busy. I get people coming to me sometimes and I, I listen to them. I'm like, oh, dude, you know, the story is not, you know, concrete. Go, go research. Go, you know, come with a, a serious, a heavy story. So, yeah, we, 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 don't, we, don't, have, we don't have time, you know, um, to... Uh, share and and support um, which is unfortunate you know and even me I know I feel bad sometimes when I cannot and and I have many times but I think sometimes you're like okay I've done it and and so forth and we it's wrong we need to still go back especially in in, 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 the, in, the, in our communities you know where we are faced with such a high unemployment rate um, it, it would be proper to always make sure that you know we keep young people active and they're supported Mm. What excites you about your job? Oh my it, God! I can feel the, <laughs> the excitement. I can I see know, the passion. I don't know about this job. Sometimes I hate it. You know, like I want a nine to five. You know, sometimes I don't want to talk to tourists. Then I'm just tired of telling my story. But it's it's my calling, you know. And and I think you know, being the person I am, I love people. You know, I've always you know, even in school, you know, been very active in student politics because of the interest of mentoring to make sure that you know we have a country or we live in a society that, you know, everyone uh, is accepted, you know, uh, regardless of, you know, uh, belief or um, whatever that we might think that mm. just p- puts people aside. And and I, I guess also that, you know, being your own boss again, you know, and, and in the space where I am to say, you know, uh, the world is in my hands. I can do anything I want. I can. I don't have to follow the trends that are there in the tourism today. I can create my own trends. I can make people follow me and believe in what I feel that we can do. As long as something that is positive is something that's rewarding, is something that's giving back to the community. I think with us, you know, we feel like wow, we could do so much. Mm. Yeah. And then the, the cycling also coming into play there. And I know at night sometimes you have the drummers yes, and you have the dancers. Yes, yes, yes. What came to your mind when you thought of, let's take them on a bicycle and not on the bus? I was tired of walking. You know, I started with walking tours. <laughs> you know, I was like, I, said, I am tired of walking today. And somehow, you know, oh, the idea came, you know, when you saw somebody passing with a bike. But because I remembered it, you know, I was one of those guys who was really, really not happy with seeing tourists on the buses. And I was like always advocating for them to get out of the bus. And today... Let's try these bicycles because, you know, I'm tired and, and I think they, they, they can cycle. Mm. Little did I even know that in Europe bicycles were so big, you <laughs> know. And the first year when I started in 2006, uh, I, I didn't even have a bicycle, you know. It was just the idea of seeing people pass with bicycles. Like, as in, can you put on me a bike? Can we ne- give me your numbers next time? I'll bring you, it back. you know, uh, we can share the profits. But when it started, then I realized that it was something more big. For tourists, you know, they were more cautious about the environment. They were cautious about the, you know, uh, communities that they were visiting, wanting to make sure that, you know, they don't look like a sore thumb. They don't look like they're intruding. They don't look like uh, they're going there to invade or look at poverty. They wanted to come in a way that, you know, is appreciated in a way that, you know, is how people would appreciate them. And when I brought in the bicycle, it was like, yes, we can cover more space. It's, 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 it's you know... Uh, mission free it's you know all the good things that we're exercising at the same time and it was exciting and when I got a chance now to go to Europe I was like wow 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 people are cycling everywhere when I came back it was like bicycle every month one bicycle every month 
um, even even now on a day like this where we have about uh, over 100 people today this morning on bicycles from different companies, different countries. Mm. It's amazing that, that, that really bicycles are so big and people find it in a, a, a way uh, that, you know, they could use to visit communities where they don't, you know, um, intrude or feel like, you know, um, it doesn't look good. Mm. So in our way, we feel like um, they, they, they're having a good time and they feel like this is the best way to see our community. Lebu, in about 45 seconds, how do we instill that that passion, you know, to, to ensure that tourism in Africa is recognized and that people continue to flood in here? Because, I mean, like you um, creating jobs, you know, yeah. it, it really does do a lot for the economies of countries. How can we, you know, continue to ensure that Africa's on the map, South Africa's on oh, the yes, map? Oh, yes, definitely. I think there's a lot that we should be doing and we're not doing, and especially that, you know, um, it's still not in, you know, in our hands, in the locals' hands, in the community's hands. We ex- we are expecting tourists to come in uh, with buses. We don't really show how they are coming. So I think firstly we need to play a role where we can find ways of saying how do we get people ourselves? How do we cut off the middleman? How do we make sure that what is written about us is what we know, what we want to see? Uh, how do we make sure that you know we are visible? in the areas where we know that, you know, tourists are passing or they're making way around these areas, uh, we are visible. Uh, and maybe also move, try and move away from only selling stuff uh, on the sidewalks because I got a time where I was really tired and I felt like, no, I got to move, make a change. I got to make a move. So we need to grow. We need to grow faster. We need to come with other uh, ideas um, to make sure that, you know, we, 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 we are still in exchange of money with the tourists, but also finding out from tourists again, what is it they want to see when they come to visit our communities? Because definitely they are coming here to see us Africans, us local people, and oh, they know. miss us. Well, thank you so much to Lebu Malepa for coming into studio today and talking to us about Lebu Soweto Backpackers and all the best. Thank you very much. Thank you.